I was recording my TV screen with like my flip phone camera at the time. I had a Frisbee upside down, two controllers to remote controls, and then my camera on my phone propped up to like angle it to, to the TV screen. Horrible, but that was my first attempt at making a YouTube video. I'm gonna give it all I got, all I got, I'm grinding every day, ain't no other way. Welcome to another episode of Embrace the Grind. My name is Johnny, go by Johnny Vibes on the internet. I have a special guest with me. They're all special. This one has made a name for himself in the niche that I have also been a part of in the YouTube streets. He is a World Series of Poker bracelet holder. He is a poker player, YouTuber, vlogger, goes by the name of Rampage. His real name is Ethan Yao, and we are having a sit down with him today. We're going to talk I don't know. We're just going to talk about life. I, I've been excited to get you on the show. You're somebody that's came onto my radar recently, uh, just because like I've been entrenched in the space for so long and you rose up through the ranks really quickly. You came on my radar about a year ago and you were just pumping out content. You hit that bracelet. I just had to get you in here. We become friends. Why don't you say hi to the Embrace the Grind community? What's going on, guys? Hope you're having a great day. Uh, thanks for having me on, man. Uh, I think it's always, I always laugh when people are like, when you have the, when you have the title of bracelet winner, WSOP bracelet winner or whatever. It's like, oh, that is a silly title for me to have because I'm just a donk in poker, but it's funny. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll own that 100%. That'll always be my poker resume and in my like Instagram bio forever. Yeah. No, I think that, um, I think you're being slightly modest because you actually just final tabled another WSOP bracelet event last night. I did. Was Very that just close. another luck box? You just always get lucky or something? A little bit. Yeah. I, I three outed someone early, you know, but you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not giving yourself enough credit, man. It's really hard to win tournaments. I've been playing poker for 15 years. I haven't played too many tournaments, but I have not won a World Series of Poker bracelet. I have not come close to winning one. Even yesterday, I was making a deep run. I got down to the final 30 or so. And of course... You went deeper than me, so. so you <laughs> Is it really that hard to win uh, poker tournaments, though? Yeah, no. Uh, I wonder if uh, my brother might have used up all the luck in the family because probably as hot as he's been running, as it's been the opposite for myself. <laughs> yeah, I've heard every time I'm, I'm streaming in the chat, and then I get updates from you uh, mm -hmm. from people that are on your stream, and they're like, "Oh, Johnny just got it all in with the set," and the guy went runner runner for a straight, or like the <laughs> other day before he got in with top set into flopped the straight, like whatever. Yeah, oh, I mean, God. I don't like to complain about running bad because everybody goes through it and everybody experiences it. But um, your poker story is honestly, you know, it's it's a big part of your story. But I'm I'm really interested in getting to know other parts of your story because when we talk about embrace the grind, you know, it definitely has a poker connotation, but you have been embracing the content grind. Like you are the, bar none, the hardest working content creator in the poker space in terms of the amount of videos that you put out. I mean, just yesterday, you were hanging out with friends, you were hanging out with Mariano, another guy in the space who's here hanging out with us on the couch. You were with some other poker vloggers, uh, um, Wolfgang. And yeah. as soon as you busted that tournament, it wasn't like, you, you were like, yeah, let's get a beer. But you were like, let's go play poker. And it yeah. wasn't just a normal poker session. You had your phone out. You were grinding. You were going to do another vlog. There's no such thing as a normal. My normal poker session is is vlogging it and making content. Like Mariano wants to get me to play a session without <laughs> vlogging once. And I'm just like, that's not part of what I do anymore. It's yeah. been like ever since I started playing, maybe like three years ago. I think I've vlogged every single session for the past, give or take three years now. 
two and a half years, give or take. So my yeah. normal is vlogging, taking notes and trying to make some content. Cause I think at least from my perspective, it both comes hand in hand. Yeah. That's actually crazy to me because, uh, you know, I, I was a poker player first and when I started introducing vlogging into the, into the picture, it was like maybe once every 10 sessions that I would make a video. And then it, when I would do that, it was such a time commitment and it was like so much work and it, it took a lot out of me, but, but you actually play a lot of poker. It's not like you're, you know, like once a week playing poker and you only have to put out one, put one vlog a week. You're, you're grinding like all the time and every single session goes out there. So I actually think that's really interesting because a lot of times the feedback from people is that what about the sessions that they lose? Right. But you actually put every session out there. So, yeah. So there's no hiding anything. No, not a single one. Uh, just try not to lose as many sessions, but they always happen. And you know what? I always think like if you lose in poker, you got to make up for it somehow. You know, I didn't donk off money in the, on the table and then, the, uh, you know, at least get YouTube to kick back a little bit. Yeah. But so I mean, fun that YouTube, way. like, I mean, this personal experience, when I first started making videos on YouTube, I didn't really see it as like a money making thing. I saw it as like a disconnecting from my grind of the job that I had as a yeah, poker player. Yeah. like some, something else to do just to like get your mind off of it or at least like separate sure. it. And you didn't just like start making a lot of money when you first started making videos. I no, mean, no, no one does. It's the beginning of a YouTube like grind or journey is always like really gloomy, I guess, because you have to grind so many hours and put so much effort into learning how to edit a video, this and that to see no money for like a long time. Mm -hmm. And then when you start making money, it's really cool, but it's like, oh, I just made like $10 from this video. I'm yeah. amped about this $10, which is great. And then it slowly like accumulates from there if the channel grows. But like the first year or two of me, like usually of a, of a poker vlog or any kind of vlog on YouTube, it's just like a real grind of, it's just not worth like your time hourly, I guess. Yeah, I think, uh, and, and you're being modest because a year, I mean, some people never get there. A lot of people right. never get That's there. That's the thing. Yeah, it takes like a year to even start seeing money. Like it took me a, a year and a half to get from zero to 10,000 subscribers, I remember. And then from that, uh, it starts to pick up from there like at scale. But that first year is what kind of like weeds people out is like you can't really start making YouTube videos because you want money. It just doesn't equate to that. Is, uh, is being a YouTuber something that's always interested you from a, from a young age? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember when I was like 12 years old, I was getting into call of duty and I was watching these call of duty videos on YouTube, people doing comp gameplay commentaries, like montages, like all this fun, like just gaming video stuff. And I thought, wow, like would be really cool to just like attempt at it just to make content. And that was kind of when I've already started trying to make videos, I was recording my TV screen with like my flip phone camera at the time recording gameplays. I remember my first setup of recording something. I had a, I had a, uh, had a frisbee upside down, two controllers to remote controls, and then my camera, and my phone propped up to like angle it to to the TV screen. Horrible, but that was my first attempt at making a YouTube video. Um, and I grinded that for a while. Never made it. Was never good enough at Call of Duty and making videos. Because imagine like a 12, 13 year old kid trying to talk into a camera or a microphone for like fifteen minutes. Just the dumbest things that will ever come out of a 13-year-old mm -hmm. mouth. Um, but yeah, from there, failed at that. And then in college, I tried to make gaming videos from, from a game called Madden Mobile, just the mobile version of Madden. 
And I kind of ran that up to like a 13,000 subscriber channel, which is really cool at the time. And yeah, then, that's a lot of subscribers. Yeah, that was really cool. I was making like $600 a month off of YouTube mm. uh, as a sophomore in college. And I thought this is really good that, like, money. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm doing it on my own and like I was really proud of it. Uh, then I learned like the value of trying to pivot of once the game, you can't have like your whole channel based on one thing. It has mm-hmm. to be on your personality or whatever it may be, something that can be lasting because the Madden mobile game died then the channel died with it. Then mm. I was left with nothing. Then I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to work like a normal college job uh, mm. at the cafeteria or whatever it may be. I'm, I'm actually really excited to talk to you because, you know, as a background, as a poker player, I'm more newer on a, like a lot of the YouTube stuff. And I, I've, div- I've dove into it. And I'm really interested in a lot of this stuff. So like when you talk about uh, grinding your first YouTube channel, I, I like have some questions. So in your first YouTube channel, did you just change the name of the channel over to Mad Mobile? Or did you start a second channel and keep that original one alive? Uh, it was a mix of both. Like I changed channels along the way uh, with both gaming. And, so Rampage was like the the name. The Rampage came from like I was trying to join a Call of Duty clan. Oh, wow. And you needed this alias. It was like the, the clan was called Avio and then I needed Avio. So what? you had this since 12 years old. Rampage? Yeah, yeah that was like my... That was like my gamer tag. Wow. <laughs> playing so the, games. The origins of Rampage is from 12 years old. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah we've stuck with it. Like, yeah, when it came to making the poker vlog, I was like, what am I going to, I don't, I didn't want to make it me. I just, I don't know. It's not, I've yeah. never done it that way. So I was mm. like, well, it's whatever. We'll mess around. We'll throw yeah. a Rampage on it and see what happens. In the very first uh, ones where you said you propped your phone up and you were talking, uh, people got to see who you were as a 12 year old, right? Like you were, um, you were injecting your real personality into those videos, even though it was gaming videos? To a certain degree, yeah. Like behind the scenes commentary, the very first one was just like literally just the gameplay and then like background noise. You could hear like me talking or raging or my dad in the background, like talking to my mom or whatever it may be. But yeah. What about Madden Mobile? Were you? Madden Mobile, yeah, I was talking. Okay. That was my, like my face was on it. Okay. Everything like that. Yeah. From Madden Mobile, did you move into poker after that? No. So I got into poker... Madden was my sophomore year of college. I got into poker at the end of my junior year. I played my very first session. So I guess it was like, I guess a year apart, give or take. Was, but there, I knew was I, there a gap of any video making or you kind of... Yeah, it was know. a year long gap. And I was like, I really love this Mad Mobile thing. I just don't... So that year long gap, I was actually trying to make Fortnite videos or more, again, back to gaming like Call of Duty or MLB The Show, like whatever game that I was interested in at the time, I just wanted to try to make videos with. So throughout my sophomore, junior, that little gap, I was attempting to make videos. Um, it just never got anywhere because the gaming space is so saturated and I'm just not good enough at games to even like stand out. So um, I guess I tried and failed out. Was, I had like five different like YouTube channels that I was experimenting with. Oh, you were like switching games and trying different... Up- switching games first off. The second one was like, I wanted to make like a sports highlight channel. Mm. And I was like... <laughs> doing this weird thing with MLB like trying to record screen record it on my phone and then like all the highlights to mm. it was it was a mess of trying to like mm. it was like trying to record it but they blocked it so you have to use a different software to record the phone screen and then transport it to the laptop oh wow mess it was a mess yeah. it didn't work out what i'm hearing is that you were just trying to grow channels and you weren't necessarily trying to grow your own personality within youtube you were just trying to find things that actually worked to build the channel yeah, I was really into that. Like, I didn't think like I had a personality for it. And that to this day, I still don't think so. Like, I don't like, I'm not like, I don't love being on camera, but now I'm like, obviously very comfortable with it. But yeah, at the time, 
I was really just like trying to find something that worked to grow a channel on YouTube, not opposed to like having my own character, personal brand, this and that. Mm -hmm. And then you picked up poker sometime in your junior year? Yeah. Yeah. Buddy, uh, my second semester of junior year, we drove two and a half hours to the closest casino. It was 18 plus, And he actually knew poker at the time. I didn't know a lick of poker. He was telling me how the button worked, tipping the dealer a dollar every time you win. That's like good etiquette, like this and that. Like okay. that was, that was the real intro. And you were like struggling to know when it was your turn to act and things like that. Like yeah. that bunch of a new. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was bad. And I bought in one, two game, I had $500 with me. Super excited. Like first yeah. pot, whatever, like first time playing poker is just like, I love this first time session. playing poker. You have $500 in front of you. <laughs> yeah. I was a real degenerate. <laughs> it was like, yeah, let's go. Come on. So I've never played the home game scene. Never played like small stakes with college friends. I didn't have friends in college that played poker. I just met this one guy in class that played poker and I liked playing. I liked gambling. That was really it. I liked playing blackjack. Uh, like sports betting was like a thing back in the day. And then I'm like, all right, let's try this like card thing out. Um, you didn't have success that first time out, did you? I busted in 30 minutes. Okay, I was I gonna say like, <laughs> so 500 dollars was two and a half buy-ins. I lost in 30 minutes. Well, I mean, and then, and then that's went, to be expected for someone that's never played before. Yeah. Then I went to my buddy, like, hey, like, I'm out of money. Like, let's just go now, right? Yeah. After a two and a half hour drive, 30 minutes in, you ask your buddy yeah, to leave, of course. <laughs> and he's like grinding out two five, like, no. <laughs> so I just kind of sat there and uh, looked on YouTube, saw your vlogs, saw everyone else's vlogs at the time, like the main four people that started and. uh and I kind of went from there. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's interesting because people watching YouTube, they they do it for like a couple of reasons. You, I mean, they are getting value out of it. It's either ed education or entertainment. So the fact that you were able to teach yourself poker through watching poker vlogs to the point of, uh, I mean, how long have you been playing poker now? Three years, I think now. That's just that? mind blowing to me. So I know that you, you, you know, you were on, uh, you were on the software why thing with us and you're always self-deprecating when it comes to poker, but it's the, fun to do so, but the instincts that you have are, are good instincts. Like you, you know what you're doing. You have a good feel for the game and like, you know, when to be aggressive and you know, you know, when to step back. Sometimes you're going to all educated guesses. They're all guesses. Yeah. Not really educated there. I don't know the technical analysis of like of when, when it comes to poker, but like I'll have like a feel and a guess and I'm just like, you know what, if I think it's right, it's right. I'm just going to go with it. And if I'm wrong, then like you learn from it. Yeah. And I, and it's, it served you really well, obviously collecting your bracelet, this final table. And, um, you, since you share all of your results on YouTube, I'm sure you have no problem. Like you're at least a break even player, if not a winning player, I'm sure. Yeah, I do every single year. At the end of the year, I do like a poker income breakdown. Nice, yeah. and you and you post it on the yeah on the channel. Awesome. Yeah, so my year one first full year of playing poker was 2019. I was just grinding one two, and I think I averaged uh, like ten plus big blinds nice. per hour, which is like really good for one two one three first year out. That, that's like, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I made like twenty five thousand, and I was like, yeah, this is this is like significant chunk of change for uh, sure. First year out of college. So one, so one other thing I wanted to talk about was, um, you embracing the grind and the content grind and how that's kind of inspired me. And it's actually going to be a good segue right now that there's a sponsor for this show. You already know who the sponsor is NBA top shot is a sponsor of this show because of rampage. He, uh, he introduced me to the guys over at top shot. He's just been grinding in the content streets so, so long and had made so many connections that 
he was uh, gracious enough to pass off this contact. And it worked out great for my channel because NBA Top Shot is something that I'm very interested in. And uh, I've been opening up packs on live streams. I don't know if you know that. On the, oh, I've been that's calling, great. I've been calling it the NBA Top Shot bubble. <laughs> oh no way yeah and i've just been opening up packs and oh, and i've been giving away moments and stuff so I, i've been on the bubble twice with uh with um the wsop.com circuit mm -hmm. events and um was able to open up packs both times so yes if you guys want to know anything more about nba top shot you can find it in the highlighted comment and there's a uh 50 free offer in the comments as well if you use the link so thank you again for NBA Top Shot for sponsoring the show. So yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for the introduction to NBA Top Shot. And I got to say that your overall grind, the way that you document every session, the way that you are um, always putting yourself out there on Instagram, the way you're not afraid to just go after it in, in all ways has been very inspiring to me. And, and also something that I also wanted to mention um, is something that Mariano also did as well. He was willing to share his YouTube ad revenue analytics with me and, and just show me like what was possible in the poker space. You did the same thing. You're like, look, this is the last like whatever days. I saw your tweet or something like that. I don't remember what it was. It was a while ago. And you're like, I didn't, you're like something about, I just started monetizing or you monetized it late or this and that. And I was like, this, these numbers are way off right now. Yeah. This is crazy. I released a video three years into me making poker content. And I had had, I had close to 5 million views on my content, which isn't a ton considering you're getting almost 2 million views a month risen up to the number two probably viewed poker channel in the space right now monthly i would say probably behind brad owen you yeah. might know better yeah i i think so in terms of views monthly i mean the, yeah yeah it's and, hard to and that that them. rise has been strat stratospheric you mentioned that you uh that you for like a year or two got to like ten thousand subscribers yeah 2019 from pretty much january to december i was posting pretty regularly the same schedule that i've been doing it now i've always done monday wednesday friday three vlogs a week mm -hmm. even back then and you were editing your own videos back then I was editing, yeah i was oh. doing everything back then myself and that was just that was a grind uh, i was playing like almost like full-time hours along with working like a job going to school this and that and that was a, that was a grind like learning how to play one two and just just learning a lot throughout the way and it was cool to reach the 10k subscriber mark it was just like a really long process. But the issue is I just never was able to get table footage in Massachusetts, super strict. And no one ever really wants to watch my face um, while like talking about poker hands. Also, as everyone knows now, like my poker hands are usually ridiculous. So everyone thinks that like I'm making up hands because there's no video of it because I'm always doing like ridiculous stuff and there's no video. But now I'm still doing the same ridiculous stuff and there's video now. So it's fun. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing is that about a year maybe a year and a half ago, you were in the like 15,000 subscriber range? I had 15,000 subscribers or something like that. And then COVID hit. And that was like somehow the best thing that ever happened because I hit like this perfect storm because once like COVID was starting to slow down a little bit and everyone wasn't locked down. New Hampshire was one of the first states to allow poker. So there's no poker vlogs and New Hampshire, the rooms let me film. So that was like a double win of no poker vlogs and I could film let's like take full advantage and just, I had like maybe a few months of just me being the only person making poker vlogs at the time. Yeah. So that brought a lot of uh, attention 
And then around the same, like a month later, you know, I win an online tournament. So yeah. Uh, do you think that the winning the online tournament was a big catalyst for growth or, or was it just your work ethic? I, I think a lot of people out there are interested in poker vlogs. And I, I know that like when I was in this, when I first started out, there was like three guys making videos and now it feels like there's dozens Yeah, um, and you've, you've outperformed everyone. So I, I think uh, one thing that could be interesting for everyone is like, what do you feel like your secret was? I mean, you already mentioned that you were getting table footage. Do you yeah. think it was just your your insane work ethic? Um, I mean, like, I'm not going to say that obviously winning the tournament helps, but it definitely wasn't like the reason why. Like, obviously I got like, I think like my most most new subscribers in that day was the night that I won the tournament. But the views were pretty much the same. There was nothing crazy that happened. Um, at the end of the day, it's just like with YouTube, it's a lot of consistency, trying to post relatively high quality content. And um, I always like learned early on is like I needed to be on a schedule. And so viewers knew when to tune in. So I said, hey, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, noon Eastern, every single day, all those days, you'll see a video from me. And the people who tune in and like care, they watch and it's there, it's consistent. Mm -hmm. And I think YouTube really values consistency and quality of videos Definitely. and uh my main thing was like i can't really control quality because i just am not really the best editor mm -hmm. um and there's not the best poker player but at least i can handle this consistency part mm -hmm. um and just like the frequency of uploads how long was the gap between that first episode when you or that first time that you ever played poker at the casino and lost 500 dollars in however many 30 minutes or whatever what was the gap in between that point and you know, watching my videos or Andrew Nimi's videos and then making your first poker video. So I, I think I played the, the session I played was when I was in school. So I guess it would be like, hmm, good question. Maybe like, I know I made my first video like January, 2018 or something like that, or maybe it was December, 2018. I don't really 100% know the details, but I know that when I played that first session ever, I went on YouTube that night when I got home and I was like, poker, poker vlog. Like, uh, I need to learn something here. And then all of yours mm. videos popped up. And then I just consumed it relentlessly throughout the end like of the summer. Because as a college student, $500 is a lot. Yeah. That was like my role. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I had to rebuild. And then I played a little bit like after the semester, after a few months, like of rebuilding and working on campus or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, I'm curious on, uh, on the number of, so I think that there was something that was very lucky for me in that uh, I was already a poker player before I started making videos and I had committed to making 10 videos. And by before I hit the 10 video mark on the seventh video is when it kind of like went viral in the poker space. And if that would have never happened, I probably would not be making videos today because it was not, not something that was like overly, like I didn't have the video making I didn't have the like, I want to be a YouTuber yeah. inside of me mm -hmm. that you had. So I'm curious, how many poker videos did you make where you were getting 10, 20, 50 views before it started to take off for you? I got really lucky because my first video actually performed well from my standards of oh, okay. like having made a channel before. I think like the, within the first two or three days, it got like a thousand views. Oh, wow. And I thought, this is like really good because with my Mad Mobile channel, like I averaged... My most viewed video in, in Mad Mobile was maybe like 300,000, which is like a lot. But on average, it was around like one to 4,000. And mm -hmm. I thought like, wow, my first video in playing poker, like 
it's already got like a thousand or something like 500 in a few days. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was enough to be like, oh, there's mm -hmm. like definitely an opportunity. And I saw that there was only four or five creators and they were growing like pretty fast. And like, it just seemed like this poker niche and corner of YouTube was like growing. So I thought it was a really good opportunity to just try it. Like, I don't know what I'm doing in poker. I've, I've logged my first, my, I think my third session. So this gap that you're talking about, like I played this one time, I think I played like two other times and then I vlogged like number oh, four. Oh, that, that was, that was the point of my question. Is uh, like you didn't have like six months of grinding before you were like, no. okay, I think I can play poker well enough to talk about it on a video. Oh, uh, uh, no, no, you were just like uh, third, uh, third session. No, and you're like, screw it. We're just like going to go full send this like YouTube and poker, like at the same time, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, we're, and then like I learned, like I, one thing was like, I, I thought I'd learned from the comment section. Cause I knew hmm. from the other channel, like people comment and I thought like, okay, like maybe some random people will chime in and give me some, some, some pointers. And they did. I got this is an endless list. I still get an endless list of yeah. things that I suck on. And I was like, okay, great. So I just like slowly like learned what this terminology means and then like go from there and experiment at one, two. Um, and that just worked out there. But yeah, I think I, I literally in the first video, I remember I vlogged either session number three or four of my life. Yeah. That's, that's really crazy. So, yeah. It was rough back then. <laughs> Uh, do you feel like somewhere along the way you've also developed a passion for poker and do you see yourself being in poker a long time? Yeah. I mean, uh, content creation is always number one. It's always what I say. Um, cause like I said, they both come hand in hand, but this month actually, like, like I was getting pretty burnt out of playing cash games, um, and vlogging just because of the schedule I'm on. So there's really no time for breaks, but now this month I've been grinding a lot of online tournaments and getting the WS trying to get bracelet number two. And it's just like that hunt for the bracelet is like really all I want to do and think about. Like, I don't know what it is about this, this tournament, but it's like, it feels like an addiction, but it's feeling like my passion for the game again. So I'm getting I'm like really getting into, like I really want to like study mm -hmm. tournament poker. And yeah. that's like not a thing that I really do that much, but I, I'm slowly starting to understand like, yeah, you got to get better eventually because I can't win br another bracelet by luck boxing my way through it. So yeah, I'm yeah. getting into that. So I guess tournament poker is really what I'm into. And I just want to keep the, the, I think this, the satisfaction feeling of winning is like no other. Yeah. And have you, as, as being a competitive, like uh person been something that's been a part of your life? Like, like, yeah, I must really or? such a sore loser. Yeah. I uh, used to play sports and, uh, always really competitive in that. And uh, the other thing with the cool thing about poker was that when I was at school, um, I was playing baseball in call, uh, in high school, um, have like an arm thing with my ligament. So I couldn't play baseball anymore in college. And I needed this thing like competitive side to like come out of me. And I had like three years of like, just not really doing much. And then poker came out and I was like, Oh, I could like beat people <laughs> at something. And like, it's for something that matters, which is money. And I thought, okay, this is like really cool to be competitive. Like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know how to play poker strategy, but at least I want to beat you in this pot. So I like, so when I was playing poker, like I just wanted to win every pot just cause I was super competitive mm -hmm. and now it's transitioned to now I want to just win tournaments. So you mentioned that, uh, you want to get better at, like you want to study, you want to, you want to be more sure of yourself in certain spots. Uh, what have you been doing to study? What's, what's works best for you? Uh, there's just been two sites I've been using, uh, oh, okay. Solve for Why and then Jonathan Little's Poker Coaching. Um, yeah. Those two sites have been really helpful. Um, there's all these like, just, and like, just I've never used a solver before, but 
watching people use a solver is cool mm. and I'm kind of getting lost in that, but at least I'm getting introduced to these things where it's eye opening and like, yeah, I've been playing everything so wrong. <laughs> 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 it's so bad, but it's eye opening. You've been posting some nice chip stacks on Instagram lately. I've, I've yeah. seen like you've been having a pretty good week. It's yeah, this week's been crazy. The cash games here in Vegas, just two five is just ridiculous. Every like the past four or five days, this whole week essentially, every single two five session did like a four or five K stack. The oh. first week here in Vegas, I got torched. And that I was I was trying to play the five ten Bellagio, got torched in that game, and then I played five ten twenty at the win. Oh, bad. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> That's a, that is a tough game, actually. Not ready for it. Anytime uh this is a tip for everyone, anytime that there's gonna be a game where it's uncapped. It's going to attract good players because uh, good players want to play in the deepest games possible because they're sitting around and waiting for a whale to sit down. Not necessarily Ethan. <laughs> some fish. <laughs> some fish that has enough to play to 5, 10, 20 and just give it away. That um, vlog will be coming sometime and that's going to be gross. So do you see yourself being in poker for, for the long haul for like greater than five years, 10 years down the line? Uh, five, sure. 10 i don't know we'll see how it goes um i have no idea i've never thought about the future yeah uh just wanted to be in the present because right now just doing a lot and the channel's been doing pretty well so i guess as long as poker can stay relevant on youtube then that's like the number one priority is still creating content on youtube for the channel because that's kind of what i love doing like i have no complaints of what i'm doing right now getting to travel go to vegas play poker and make videos like that's yeah. my job. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah. Do yeah. you have you thought about making any other channels or branching out into other, any other content? Yeah, always. Mm. Uh, and then I realized that was really silly to take time away from something that's actually working to try to start something else that probably won't work. What's uh, the What's the last thing that you've tried that? Uh, there's a few, like I, I I was doing this blackjack channel with a friend, mm. um, wanted to go same like this gambling realm, and then I thought it was like an idea that was scalable to record homemade blackjack videos and record sessions and um, go through the ups and downs and have ridiculous like numbers, I guess. And I saw like one blackjack channel was doing fairly well. And I thought like, Hey, like it, it won't take that much time, but it ended up taking more time than it should have. And mm. lesson learned. We ended up making a few hundred dollars oh. out of like 30, 40 videos. But um, it was like, why would I spend X number of hours a week doing this when I could be spending more time with the poker vlogs and, yeah that better was it you weren't playing like blackjack at a casino or anything like that no yeah we would have loved to the Mm -hmm. cool thing about new hampshire was that it's ten dollar max bet Mm -hmm. so if we just did that at a real place at new hampshire because it's only ten ten bucks like it's not gonna be that costly Mm -hmm. or it won't be as costly as going to like vegas and betting like 25 dollars min or something like that have you ever seen they have slot videos have you seen those? yeah i've seen those i don't know how they like have deals with uh, the yeah. there's a guy that i met at the youtube studios his name is brian i think and he just like travels around and gets invited to play slots and makes videos about it and yeah people pile in to watch to see if he's gonna hit those sevens That's crazy yeah i it's know absolutely nuts and there's these channels now that they live stream it here in vegas uh, at the blackjack table like i don't know how people got those deals to record and have an actual like full setup at a blackjack table but Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess you got to bet enough money, maybe. Do you see yourself playing, uh, moving into higher stakes cash games, or do you kind of like playing in the levels that you're playing now? I'm pretty comfortable right now. I honestly never really wanted to get to the point of playing super high. Like, 
I remember like two years ago when I was grinding one three, I was so afraid to play two five because the thought of like, and the two five was small too, it was a 700 max, but the thought of like losing three buy-ins at two five being whatever, two, two K, I thought that was silly. And now like playing, playing like 10, 20, 40 in a live stream and being an idiot. But that, that's a thing yeah. now, but I never wanted to get to the point of like having a bunch of money on me playing for high stakes. It just seems. I don't know, more cons- I was more conservative about it. And it's like a little uncomfortable. So right now I'm very comfortable, like deep stack two five, sometimes five ten. And that's like kind of the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would happily do like a fifty one hundred for a hundred K subscriber video or something like that. Mm-hmm. But just as like a one off one time thing or like mm-hmm. that's about it for like a special occasion. Uh you call Boston home. You've called it home for a long time. Do you see yourself staying in Boston or you're going to come out here to Vegas with us and hang out on the West Coast. I love the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, I've made this one month trip here just because I wanted to test it out and I'm loving it so far. I remember when you booked it, you were like, what am I doing? I'm one month. That's like <laughs> yeah. way too long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this was like a real experiment and the experiment's going pretty well. I, like, I feel like everywhere I travel to, I love it more than Boston just because I've been there my whole entire life and I never really traveled that much. Like everywhere I go, Austin, Florida, Maryland. Mm-hmm. LA loved loved every single place I've been to. Okay. So yeah, I definitely want to start traveling more, maybe doing like something like what you're doing. I don't know, like here and there, yeah. whatever. Have something like stable at but, spot. But still having Boston be kind of like home base. Yeah. Have it at home base, like family and friends are all there. So it's not always right. nice to go back and catch up and everything like that. Nice. But I love the West Coast. I don't know. Like if you're a poker player, now I get it. I get why Vegas is like the spot. Yeah. Because there's no other place that's like vegas where you have games everywhere and they're all good and they're all fun yeah and the other thing is is that you have like a group of people that share similar interests with you that are kind of like on that same energy like you know you were streaming yesterday going deep in that tournament and you just like had your friends there a a lot you know and like yeah there's a real like there's a legit poker community whereas everywhere else there's no like there's no poker community yeah and like in in that in that one room was someone that lives in in the san diego area someone that lives in the la area and then uh you in boston you guys all congregate and like it's like a meetup in vegas yeah. i can't wait for you to see the world series have you played the world series of poker i've yet? never seen anything yeah no this is my only third time in vegas so i've oh, never wow. actually seen it i want to come in in october so you weren't you weren't heavily entrenched into the poker scene the last time there was a live wsop no not at all wow. i know nothing i know not like people like not only that, like, I know nothing about, like, poker pros or, like, people like, oh, like, there's this guy here. Like, all I know are the people that make videos on YouTube, and those are, like, my definition of, like, pros. Interesting, yeah. Um, well, I, I am a pro, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mariano's a pro as well, you know. For sure, exactly. Uh, so, you know, a couple now. But World Series is going to blow your mind, man. Um, are you, you think you'll play a full schedule? Maybe oh, I can't say another month. Oh, I, was, I could, but another month long here in the same year would be a lot, but I don't have any plans, but I really want to just experience it. Yeah. I want to play in like a tag team event. Uh, the main, so I'm getting sold on playing the main because it's apparently like really good. And it it is really good. And I don't it, know how I, that doesn't make sense to me for a 10 K buy-in, but no, it is. It is. Def- it is definitely because I, I think the best way that I can explain this is that, it's kind of like everybody's bucket list where like yeah. everybody's like, well, 
I don't really play poker, but I'm going to go play this one tournament a year, this world championships, and I get to buy in and play with all the best players in, around the world. So it is true what they say. Who are the people like, okay, I don't get the, who are the people that are like, I don't play poker, but I want to play in this 10K buy in. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that there's a, lure, a certain allure of it being the world championships and right. the fact that you can participate in that. Like, I can't yeah. go and play in the NBA finals as like a, a, a regular dude, but like a regular guy can go sit down with 10,000. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people with a lot of money. You know, this is true. Yeah. And, and like they could they could blow that 10K on blackjack or they could say that they played in the world championships of poker. All right. Yeah. So it I, is. you uh, you have a skill edge in this. Trust me. You do. Yeah. I didn't think so at all. But I'm getting really I really I played my very first live tournament a few days ago at the win like for this year. And it's like so different. It mm. was crazy. Like online is the online WSP that I'm grinding out on is it's like so much harder. It's not close. Yeah, uh, did you, so which, which win did you play? Which? The 500. Oh, the 500, the, okay. The, the one that you played, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You super late reg though, right? No, I, middle, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. I, I super late reg, so I felt okay. like. Okay. Oh, you're just, you're just flipping. For, <laughs> yeah. For, I, and uh, I haven't been stats. doing, I have not been doing so well at flipping lately. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like from the Instagram stories, unfortunately. How many uh, live tournaments do you think you've played lifetime? <laughs> you're gonna hate this answer oh no <laughs> it's so under 10 <laughs> really yeah it's, wow. it's like maybe eight maybe. wow uh so when you won your online bracelet how many had it been do you think seven five, five. So, oh like five, five, five and seven. then how many online tournaments had you played before you oh i was grinding so much acr uh, so like COVID. more than 50 more than i 100. was like several seven tabling for like three weeks straight Oh, wow. You're a seasoned pro. I was like, $15, $10, $20, $30, all of them. Oh my God. You can just grind seven tournaments at once. So what you're saying is you, you paid your dues. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't look, if you want to, you want some good content, look at my shark scope on ACR. <laughs> look at Rampage Poker. It's just the biggest straight down. slide, a downhill slide to pain. Yeah. Oh, I definitely paid my dues with, with all those tournaments. So you've played less than 10 live tournaments. Have you ever cashed a live tournament? I did. My my hand and mop says I've cashed a few hundred hundreds of dollars. Maybe, oh, oh, Maybe like maybe 5K in total caches. Oh, that's, like that's that. good. I mean, you probably haven't even invested 5K in, if you've played less than 10 tournaments. Yeah, it's a small number. Yeah, it's not a lot. Well, I, I think you got to, dude. You got to start putting yourself out there on the live tournament streets. It's fun. It's yeah, really no, it fun. Is. It it's is really crazy. Fun. Especially that 500. I just walked in. I was like, oh, this is like crazy. Yeah, People are shoving like a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> for, for, for big amounts. Mm -hmm. One thing that's crazy about going deep in tournaments is that people care. Like when you, when you post a, a cash game win, you'll get some people that are like, nice stack or how, how much you win or whatever like that. But like when you post deep runs in tournaments, the messages just start flooding in like, go, 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 go. Let's True. do it. Let's, yeah. There's some, some camaraderie around tournaments that you don't really get with cash. Yeah. Like you, get, you get like a rail and stuff. No one's sweating out like, Oh, he's up 5k in a 510 session. Go. Yeah, go. The weird thing about like with YouTube, like going back to content, like there's not that many tournament like videos. People just don't, they For don't some reason they don't, popular. I feel like they don't do well. No, that's why like I've always held off. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons is like just making content. Uh, with poker it's like trying to do what fits another reason why i don't really play plo even though i love the game yeah because no one really watches it unfortunately 
Well, uh, but closing out the uh, interview, I want to get some like some tips for like me specifically, maybe tips. maybe for for the audience because you are just crushing the game right now. You're every like everything that you do has been seeming to work. Um, if you have anything that like comes to mind for for people that maybe want to go the content journey, or maybe even if they want to go the poker journey. Or some, like something that you could impart some wisdom on, like what has worked on YouTube for yourself. Uh, anything that like pops up that you feel like uh, could be valuable for the viewer or valuable for Johnny Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for for the viewers, I would say like just do whatever you want to do. Like I mean, all of my inspiration and everything I've learned is like really through Gary Vee. Like he's shaped my perspective on going after it. Like me quitting my job to pursue YouTube and poker full time was like such a ridiculous leap early on. Like I did not have the finances at all to do it, but I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like I'm young. I can fail if I, like I'm lucky enough to, like if I fail, I have a backup. I can, I'm mm -hmm. still living at home. Um, and I can always just find like another job, mm -hmm. like whatever it may be. Like I can still, I won't like be a total failure, but I'll fail at this thing. And just like being, being very open to failure and like just trying it out, like whatever you want to do, like if you want to do content, Put yourself out there. You just never know what can happen. I think the best thing about YouTube, and if you want to start a business, the best thing about YouTube is that it's free. The only thing you need to commit is your time. And that's it. It's just your time. And like, yeah. that's the best thing. Because at the end of the day, like if you're grinding out, like you don't have that a lot of money, like you don't need fancy equipment. Like I, I literally use my phone to vlog everything and it's worked out so far. So you don't need anything fancy. I that's bad and for you for me because like I, need you, I got I need all you to the post. expensive equipment and like I'm I, like I'm I, I think that that's good advice for me as I well. I just need you to post. Yeah, that's good advice for me for, as well because I've been so caught up in quality that I've foregone quantity because like I'm like well I don't have the best story to tell right now. I've already made a video where I talk about like poker hands and you know do a little drone flyover. Like I've made this video. 20 times like i don't want to make this video again yeah you know? i think i'm too far to the to the left of the quantity side and over quality like i talked to my buddy carl who edits the videos and i, I always tell him he always says like oh this doesn't look great and i'm like i don't care mm -hmm. it's like it's there it works like he cares a lot about quality which is really nice and i'm just like on the other end like let's go put it yeah in. we're done moving on i've heard gary <laughs> v like he's someone that i've personally been following as well and i've heard him say these things over and over and when someone like Gary Vee, who's so far removed from me, who's just like in the stratosphere of content creators is saying things, of course I believe him, but a part of me is like, well, he's Gary Vee, you know? Yeah. Uh, but when I see you executing on exactly what he's saying to do, starting from basically nothing and not even really knowing how to play poker within the first three sessions of you playing poker, already making videos because you just don't care about like, the qu the quality you're like i don't care if i don't know exactly what i'm talking about with poker but like we'll learn along the way we'll learn along the way we'll do it and that has been super inspiring for for me for myself um you know to the point where like i've i've been streaming uh, i love like it wsop events i know and, and I, I i i think i have to owe it to you honestly like watching you peel that bracelet and which by the way you're very like animated person. You're like, oh, girl, you know. <laughs> oh, dude, I watched that back. I swear so much because like I'm in a room by myself and like that's how we talk. Like I, I, I like very self-deprecating because it's just I don't know how. That's how I cope with things, I guess. I don't mm -hmm. know. And I swear a lot at myself, and it's like really intense. And I was like, 
those moments were like crazy for me. Yeah. I didn't know, like I've never really played in the tournament ever. didn't know what I was doing. I mean, they're but, crazy for everyone. Yeah. But, but as a professional poker player, we've been taught to like not show any emotion. So like if I, if I have a bad beat or something, I'm just like, whatever. And live, yeah. But then if you're in a room by yourself. But no, that's what I'm saying. You inspired me. Because like, <laughs> I don't know if you've been watching these. Throw like, that chair. I threw, the chair. <laughs> I threw a chair the other day. The other day I like held in a big spot and I was like, so, you know, huge. You just let it all out. It feels so good it's to let best. it all out. I was telling everybody on stream too. I'm like, this feels so good. <laughs> like when I, when, when I held in a big spot and I was like, I got up and I was like, yes, <laughs> I was <laughs> like to scream. And I, re I, re I went back to the chat and I was like, you guys don't know how good it feels to like, let that out. To really be, because you can't do, you can't really, no one really does that unless you're Ryan DePaulo. Yeah. <laughs> I spent 12 to 14 years learning how to not do that, you know? So unlearning it. Uh, so not only have you inspired me with like creating more quantity of, of content, um, with, uh, you know, I see you on the streaming. TikTok streets. As God, well. you caught me in the tick, dude. I I'm 40 years TikTok. old and I got you in the TikTok <laughs> streets. It's like, um, he knows the shit. It's he, he did it really. He said, he talked about it really quickly, uh, really early on. No one listened. And then, of course, like everything got big. And then now people start listening. Yeah. So, so not only did you, oops. So not only did you inspire me to make, uh, make more quality, you inspired me to stream, you inspired me to be more animated with my celebrations. But I think it's because I saw someone who's close to me, who's in my circle, execute something that Gary V was saying to execute. And when you see someone around you do something, it's kind of like a, oh, like I knew that Gary V was right. But now that I see someone who's like a friend doing that, that's actually more inspiring to me than actually Gary V because I get to see it with my own eyes. So thank you for that. It's thank, cool to hear, man. Yeah. Um, so th yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for coming on Embrace the Grind. And uh, yeah, do you have anything that you want to say? Like, I know you have some merch. You have a thing. You got to check them out on uh, I Ethan. Mean, new, oh, new, you, you new Vibes hoodies are fire. I mean, the designs are... I just really need to get your graphic designer because every time you drop something, it just looks sick. So I, I do have a good graphic designer. Yeah. Uh, I can't take credit for all those designs. I need the hookup uh, on those designs, but yeah. yeah. And by the way, like, uh, that's the first, that's the first way we met. You hit me up and you were like, Oh no, you just bought a hoodie off my website. Looks sick. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It looks I remember unreal. seeing that order come through and, uh, being like, Oh wow. Ethan, Ethan just wanted to support me and buy a full hoodie? price when like, I would have just gave, I would have given you a hoodie, you know? Yeah, well, so it's, it's happy really to, happy to support the grind. Yeah, and I think that that's actually something that's really cool with uh, poker vloggers in general and the poker community is, uh, in terms of content creators, is I do like there is some like rivalry. Like if we're at the same table. Like oh, we're I going mean, to war. I owned you in a hand on on. Uh, oh, what was it? I had ace ten and I. All right, you had ace ten and I made a thin value raise on the river. You did it. Oh no, you had 10 9. And I rivered you. I had ace 10. You rivered me, you asshole. And then you bet and I <laughs> raised you and I told the stream uh, I, as we were streaming. And I'm like, he, I haven't beat right now, but yeah. this is a thin raise and he's still going to call me. <laughs> I used the whole time bank. like, can he be sick enough to do this and bluff with a, with a 10 somehow? Like, have jack 10, queen 10, something that missed and just turn it into a bluff. Yeah. You I mean, the point here is, is that like we battle, you know, as a, as poker players, we we're competitive and we battle. Um, but as a group of content creators, 
we all want to see each other succeed and we all are like helping each other. You're helping me with things. I'm bringing you on Embrace the Grind. It's just like, it's a great community and I'm happy that you're a part of it. I'm happy that uh, you're about to be interjected into the World Series of Poker. You're going to be friends with all the the professional poker players, not just the content creators. And uh, this is, um, I'm glad that I get to bring you in front of uh, hopefully a new audience. Sweet. This was cool. Yeah, Yeah, thanks thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining us on Embrace the Grind. We will see you in a future episode. Take care. Smash the like button. <laughs> I'ma give it all I got, all I got. I'm grinding every day.